Welcome back to the program. It is SEN Afternoons. It's all thanks to SBS Fence. Remember, portable, tall and temporary fence hire in Sydney. You've got to check them out, sbsfence.com.au. They do a great job, Alex and the team, uh, and we encourage you to make use of their services. If you've missed anything, Michael McGuire a little bit earlier. We've got Mal Meninga coming up very shortly as well. Check out the podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. So Jimmy Smith, SEN, Jimmy Smith Show, Afternoons, SEN. Do all the searching there. We've got... The $100 cash to give away. Now, that's for the best call. So that'll be the 2 o'clock flock, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. That's all courtesy of Tristan and the team up there at Top Sport. We've also got for the best text message today, 0457-736-736, the Signet Boost Power Bank. Remember, it's valued at just under $50. So rather than taking games away from Australia, what game or games do you want to bring to Australia? I've said... Either Man United versus Tottenham in the FA Cup final at Allianz Stadium. I know, I know. Suspend belief. That's fine. Or the World Cup final, India versus Pakistan. That would be amazing. Has to be played at the SCG. So those two venues, I know they'll never be used, but they are the best venues in my opinion. Uh, Revenues won't be maximised out of that. Who am I coming up next hour as well? We'll give away that four tickets. So that's you and three mates. Uh, if you don't have three mates, I understand. Uh, maybe you could sell them on eBay or something. But that's for theracers.com.au. Golden Eagle at Rose Hill Gardens on Saturday, November 4. Hey, Jimmy, Warner is carrying Australia. Coley is carrying India. Uh, Quinton de Kock is carrying South Africa. British Airways is carrying England out of the World Cup. Nice, Kane. Nice. Anything that you can and do say at the expense of the English cricket side, uh, more than happy to read them out on this program. So, as mentioned, coming up very shortly, Mel Meninga, but Peter Volandis has been over there in the US drumming up business for rugby league. Not tens of millions, hundreds of millions is the direct quote. I love that audacity. Um, I know that the American population would love the game of rugby league. It's just a matter of getting them in front of it. That's that's the biggest thing. And Scott Penn, the manly chairman, has come out and said, well, take Australia v New Zealand. Take the kangaroos. Be the Kiwis over there as well. Um, And I think there's another success point for that. I made mention of the fact that we had quotes from Rowan Taylor. Coach K sent them through and got me all in a bit of a tiz uh, a little bit earlier. So let's have a listen to what's going on here. National head coach Rowan Taylor has addressed claims Australian swimming is gripped by a culture crisis. Following explosive revelations, female athletes suffered shocking abuse in the sport. I told you what the report was called. Uh, Beneath the surface, the experiences of women and girls in swimming. So 158 participant interviews over a five-year period, 2016 to 2021, 114-page review. And it also covered a period of time where Taylor was the head of Australian swimming. And within a fortnight of his appointment, Rio Olympian Matty Groves claimed misogynistic perverts existed in the sport. So, yes, Australia did superbly over there at the Tokyo Olympics, but that's not to say that there wasn't some issues earlier. So here's what Rowan Taylor had to say about that. My only comment on that report is that it's disappointing. It was a report that was done anonymously and then it was put out there. From my perspective, I can only speak to the athletes I work with on the team. They have a very good athlete leadership group we work with, and they would speak up if they didn't feel safe. I want to leave it at that. Well, sorry, mate. Sorry, Rowan Taylor, National Head Coach of Swimming Australia. You cannot 
leave it at that. Just say, listeners, just say, you've got a daughter who is an elite level swimmer. She's 15 years of age. Do you want her going into this Swimming Australia setup? Based on what we've heard just there, I want more than condemnation of how the report got out and the fact that it was written anonymously and the sentiments around the disappointment. I want a little bit more than that if my 15-year-old daughter is going to be involved in Swimming Australia. So Rowan Taylor, I think we want a little bit of safety for the athletes. I don't think that's too much to ask. I think it's a bare minimum, right? If you're an elite sporting body, a bare minimum is making sure that there is safety for your athletes. Absolutely crazy. Talk about misreading the room. Uh, unbelievable. one three hundred oh one eleven. And you, you know, wonder they nearly got kicked out of World Aquatics. That's, that's just crazy. Who is running that joint? Think about the governance that we've heard or lack thereof that we've heard out of Swimming Australia. I can only imagine like someone like James Magnuson, how upset he would be with all of that. And don't worry, all of the other great swimmers that have represented Australia through the years. Uh, Matilda's 2-0. We might talk a little bit more about that with Coach K later on in the program. But up next, Australian Kangaroos coach Mal Meninga. Well, we've had the Kiwis coach Michael Maguire on. Great to have Mal Meninga. Usually on a Thursday. Now he's just slipped into the Friday role, preparing for the big game tomorrow at Amy Park. G'day, Mal. Afternoon, Jimmy. How's things been, mate? I know you had the first game against Samoa. Good win up there in Townsville. And then a bit of time off for the Kangaroos. And then down to Albury-Wodonga. How's how's the preparations been for this game? Oh, it's been excellent, mate. It's, we've, um, yeah, they're pretty relaxed, obviously. Um, obviously, that break again after the Samoan game. They come back you know, fit and ready to go. So, yeah, no bumps and bruises. Uh, fit. And uh, we've trained well all week. Went to Albury, obviously. Great reception there, great hospitality from uh, the whole Riverina, actually. Um, and, you know, our preps have been excellent. Mm. Airly Beach first up and then Albury. What was it that you were looking to get out of that? Like, what I know you've done it with the Queensland side very successfully, Mal, but what were you looking to get out of it as, as the Kangaroos coach? Oh, I think, um, you know, they're our, our best role models. You know, that's they, that's a responsibility you know, you have when you, you represent your, your country, I reckon. And um, so we're just connecting back to country, you know. Um, yeah. And I think uh, the players really enjoyed doing that, you know, meeting their fans. That You know, then the fans never get an opportunity, you know, probably even get, go watch them play, you know, because so, yeah. uh, they're in the country region. So, but yeah, so just connecting back to our fans in the country, you know, propagating the game rugby league. And I feel that, I just think that it's a bit more relaxed atmosphere than you know being in the cities, you know being in the country regions. Um, like I said before, the hospita- hospitality has been excellent. The facilities have been great, and you know it's um, fairly re- relaxed preparation. Yeah, yeah. All right, three players I want to ask you about in particular. Val Holmes popped his head up two days ago, copped an absolute grilling about it, but maintained all along uh, uh, that he was excited to be back. And referenced again, Mal, and I described you. Uh, this is your special source. Uh, the belief uh, and the redemption that you offered to Val Holmes. How's Val been in preparation for this game? Well, I think, you know, I mean, I'm a big fan of loyalty. There's no doubt about that. And, um, with that redemptive feature, though, Jimmy, you know, we, he's taken ownership over what was a pretty poor decision. And um, he's paid the penalty like we've talked about before. And, um, you know, Loyalty is a, a big thing in my in my life, you know. So he's yeah. never 
He's never let his country down. Like he's never let his teammates down, really. Um, he's never let, my, let, let me down. So, I mean, he deserves to be there. He played representative football this year. Um, yeah. yeah, he's um, and he's an incumbent, obviously, you know, from the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, someone who's not an incumbent, someone who's going to be playing for Australia for the first time is a bloke who played for New South Wales for the first time this year. He won the Dally M last year. And again, Nico Hines spoke about the, the confidence and the belief that you've instilled with him. How have you found working with Nico, Mel? He's been great. <laughs> Nico's uh, low maintenance, you know, great character, great person, um, trained really well, um, you know, mixed in really well with the group. You know, he's, um, and, you know, I'm really thrilled that he gets an opportunity to debut in the Australian colours. So, you know, he won't let his country down either. He's been terrific. Yeah. What do you say to him, mate? Where, you know, he, he talks, so you've clearly had an impact on him. What what have you said in the one-on-ones, the, the little passing comments that you've had with Nico Hines? What have you told him? Mate, simply, they, he belongs here. You know, he deserves to be here. That's really is that simple. And then, as you know, we've got a, a set of, you know, standards and expectations, you know, when you put the, put your country's colours on and he's, He's, um, you know, epitomises that, you know, around being respectful and inspiring young people. And he's got a selfless attitude and, you know, he's always trying to improve himself, you know. So we, you know, he, he his character is really, really, I think, you know, when I pick footy teams, obviously they're all, all great rugby league players. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Um, but it's about their character, you know, the things that they, they bring personally to your team that, you know, and, and that selfless attitude that you want when you, you know, you, you get a team together because, we haven't got much preparations. We only have a few sessions, you know, so you need those players that come in and to buy in and everything. And, you know, and I think, you know, the, our strong value systems um, works for, works for all the players in our, in our, you know, in our group. Yeah. So do you have an idea right now how you think Nico might be utilized tomorrow night, Mal? Yeah. <laughs> Do you, yeah, exactly. do you want to tell us? Um, <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> Mate, I've, I've used it before, you know. So, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm again, again, you know, when I pick footy teams, and you know, it's fairly well known that, you know, I like I like a 14 or or a back that can actually play in the forwards and, you know, and obviously cover a lot of positions um, within the team, you know. So he's going to play that role, but he's got a specific role if he does get on the field, yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah, which is clear, right? Gives him some clarity when he goes out there. I guess Tom Flegler's role is pretty um, straightforward every time he goes out <laughs> to play, and he's playing yeah. for Australia for the first time. How's Tom been? Uh, he's a quiet, quiet man, but you know, um, I think he takes his all his energy on the footy field. You know, so um, yeah, he's an aggressive type of player, which we need. You know, in our colours, and you know, he's been again. He's been he's mixed in really well. Um, like I said, he's pretty quiet, but. Um, he gets on with everyone and he's he's doing his job. And you know, like you say, he's got a simple job. You know, his simple job is that you know, he casts the ball up as hard as he can. He makes his tackles. You know, that's what a front rower does. Um, yeah. It's hard to do, you know, on a consistent level. And um, we're expecting to you know, do that do that job really well. Mm. What did you make of the Kiwis last week? 50-0 against Samoa, underscoring what a threat they are. What, what did you see there? Yeah. Um, yeah, what did you make of that um, performance? Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a great challenge for us, you know. So, um, you know, it, with us, it's about our preparation, though, Jimmy. You know, I mean, we understand who we're playing against. Don't, there's no doubt about that. And the players understand uh, the individual players and their strengths, you know. So most of them have either played against them or with them, you know. So, yep. you know, 
there's no surprises there, but, you know, so it's all about your, your own preparation and, and collectively, you know, getting it right, playing your role. And um, they did that really well against the Samoans last week. And, you know, we have to, we have to you know, knock it up another level, I guess, after the Samoan, our Samoan performance, you know. So, yeah, we're, we're fully aware of, you know, what's going to come and what's in front of us. And um, yeah, our preparation's been really good accordingly, you know, to match that. Yeah. Is it, do you have to be careful not to have your eye on next week, knowing that you, you're both going to be in the final next week and, and you, you yeah. sort of gloss over this game now? Uh, no, not, not really. I mean, you, we really, we talked about the two weeks in front of us, you know, I think that's yeah. an important thing because it's, it's there, you know, so it's, it's a, you're sitting on your shoulders. So you can't, you can't not talk about it. So we've done that and we did that early in the week and, and then we get back into this week's preparation, you know, so yeah. Uh, like I said, we've got a job to do Saturday night and we want to do that really well. And then we get through that and then we, we concentrate on uh, the next game. But, you know, we, we have addressed it and, um, you know, we're, f- again, fully aware. We haven't sort of tried to put it in the closet. We understand that, you know, we've got two in a row that we have to perform really well in. Yeah. Hey, I want to ask about Adrian Lamb, uh, who, of course, uh, is on your coaching staff. He's done an incredible job with the Lee Leopards. They've made uh, and won the Challenge Cup this year. He also got them into the top five over there at Super League. I suppose he's another uh, almost next cab off the rank when it comes to NRL coach. What's Lammy bring to the squad, Mal? Oh, he's, he's footy IQ. There's no doubt about that. Um, I mean, he's... I've had Lammy in the, the Australian system ever since day dot 2016. I worked with Adrian, you know, with the Kumuls as well, you know, um, 2013 World Cup. And yep. the, amount, the, the improvement in, in him, uh, the way he, he carries himself, the way he speaks, he communicates, his knowledge about the game, he understands the game really well, you know, um, is exceptional, you know. So he's a great ally for me and um, he's, he, he manages our... Attack. Um, we've got you know, Brett White and Michael Hagen doing all the defensive stuff, you know. So, yep. um, you know, Lammy brings enormous amount. His improvement over the last you know six years has been enormous, and you know, and it's obviously you see it, you know, um, with the Lee Leopards, you know. So yeah. coming from the championship, you know, coming as their first year in the championship, and then they make the the Challenge Cup and they win that, you know. So yeah. Um, yeah. he's had enormous enormous year this year as a coach. Uh, won the yeah won the um, the coach of the year obviously over in England as well, uh, yeah. but you can see you can see that that improvement you can see that he's got he's got NRL yeah. uh, written all over him. Yeah, yeah. And Andrew from Manly Weather, who's a regular on the program, he he just wants to know how good has it been having Jake Trebojevic back into the team too, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jake, he's he's a he's a good man. He's just he's a pleasure to be around. You know, he gets an opportunity to play. Uh, tomorrow night, you know, you know, you know, you know what you're going to get from Jake. You know, every time he runs onto the footy field, he gives his all. Yeah, have you instilled some? I remember you and I talking about him throughout the course of the year, and you you talked about making sure he believes in himself as much as you do. Have you had had that conversation? Further conversations with him on that, Mal? No, again, again, you know, we we talk about these sort of things, but again, he belongs, you know, in in our in our group, you know, so he's yeah. much loved and, you know, we, uh, the players, you know, love playing with him and that's the type of play you, you want, don't you? When you, you played the game before, you want to play with players, you know, that, you know, you know, they won't let you down and um, that's yeah. what Jake brings to the footy team. But he's above that. I mean, he's, he's an exceptional player, you know, defensively really strong, really skillful, 
um, highly yes. intelligent player. You know, his work rate's enormous, you know. So he brings us more than, you know, being a good bloke. He, he brings a set of skill sets that's important for the team. Yeah. Just away from the footy, what have you been doing, mate? I know you know it's it's important to keep the guy. And, <laughs> and what's been the camp like? And who's the biggest pest there? And why is it Liam Martin? <laughs> oh, it's a... It's a um, it's a struck match between him and Munster, of course. You know, so, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, you got to have those people in your, in your in your group. It's fine, you know. It's uh, so the, the boys they played a lot of them played golf. You know, a lot of had a fishing. They went fishing. Oh yeah. And then uh, we did some archery. Some archery, archery. at um, yeah, at, uh, in Norbury as well. So and we had a fair group doing archery for the first time. So yeah, now we sort of mix it up a little bit, and um, so- you know. The fish, the fishermen didn't even get a bite. They didn't catch anything. <laughs> right. Uh, the golfers, the golfers. I think um, uh, Teddy and uh, Jake won the day with the golfers. You know? Oh so, wow! And, uh, and the, yeah, exactly. And the archers, I'm not quite sure what happened there. <laughs> they they were missing a lot of. T- they said that they missed a lot of. Ta- they missed a lot of targets early, but I reckon they got it right by the end of the end of the. I think they were there for about two hours doing it all. Yeah, so wow. it was a bit of fun. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Uh, and actually, on Munster, just confirming, he's right to play. Uh, he's trained today, mate. So, yeah, he's um, he's feeling a lot better today. So we just got to see what his energy levels are like. Um, but, yeah, we'll just wrap him up in cotton wool and um, he might do a little bit of running around today. But, you know, keep on hydrating, keep, keep on getting stronger. And I feel that, you know, he'll be right to play tomorrow night. Yeah. Hey, Mal, always great to check in with you, mate. Thank you for your time. I do appreciate it. Uh, just after My 8 o'clock, pleasure, big game tomorrow at Amy Park. We wish you all the best, mate. Ciao, mate. Thank you. Good on you. Bye-bye. Uh, there he is, Mal Meninga. He is the coach of the Kangaroos. They're up against the Kiwis, as mentioned. So that is just after 8 o'clock. So uh, that's a late one into New Zealand. But uh, anyway, uh, just having a look at the price there, forty to Kangaroos at topsport.com.au. The Kiwis, $2.90. There's a lot of interest around that line. The plus 7.5 at $1.88 for the Kiwis and the minus 7.5 at the same price for the Kangaroos. Let's get ourselves to a break. After the break, we're back with more, including but not limited to your text messages. Stick around.